You know, I literally, as my sister would say, I wrote the Violence Act with my own paw. I'm sorry, what? Said uh, some some seal was already clapping before his non-thought had finished. It's different being a Democrat. It is very different indeed. You know, I literally, as my sister would say, I wrote the Violence Act with my own paw. Yeah, I, I, I have absolutely no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, but he's getting applause from some maroon anyway. Truly. Joe Biden approval rating dips near his lowest point ever in the Associated Press NORC poll. The AP reports, um, and uh, it's because he's a maroon, honestly, as Bugs Bunny used to say. But the Associated Press has the story near his lowest point, not quite his lowest point. But the approval rating for Joe Biden has dipped uh, uh, slightly, they write, since a month ago. Nearing the lowest point of his presidency and his administration tries to project a sense of stability. While, you know, unstable people can't really project uh, stability very well. While confronting a pair of bank failures and inflation that remains stubbornly high. Uh, you saw that they raised interest rates again yesterday, a quarter of a point, and the Washington Post is praising it. They're very excited by this. Fed lifts interest rates again. They lift, it's, it makes it sound good. Uh, lifted, oh, something lifted, that's good, right? Now you raise, you raise interest rates. Maintains policy to fight inflation. How's that working? Because uh, I don't know if that's going real. Banking meltdown also expected to cool economy. But there's a banking meltdown, but I read in yesterday's Washington Post that there was no banking meltdown. You guys you guys lie so much, I just don't know. But the, uh, it's pretty amazing. What also, a maroon. <laughs> what an ignoramus. <laughs> also on the front page of the Washington Post, uh, just across from that, above the fold, Oregon Network in line for overhaul. Yesterday I was reading the story. Uh, from the Washington Post about how the Democrats are harvesting organs from the Midwest and uh, stealing them, you know, for people in California and New York. Turns out that's what they're doing. It's very different being a Democrat. Being a Democrat is very different. They, Because uh, the, the lobbyists in New York and in California, uh, they pushed for a change to the way that uh, organs are distributed, you know, donated organs, and uh, Democrats will soon be killing people to get fresh organs. It's uh, pretty amazing. But the, the Washington Post had the, the story as, as absurd as it seemed that new liver rules lead to wasted organs, lead to wasted organs. And they got another story on it kind of related to that today. Number of life-saving transplants plummets under Joe Biden. But Joe Biden is, and the Democrats are never mentioned in the story because they're not Trump. And everything that goes wrong on a Republican's watch is the responsibility of the Republican. Everything goes wrong on a Democrat's watch is something that the state needs to fix. And they're doing a great job of it. And then, of course, they never do. They make it worse. But the Washington Post says that it's uh, pretty amazing that the new rules requiring donated livers, donated livers. You know, you never know, uh, Michael, you might need a new liver someday. I know, I've seen how you behave when you're, when you're out and about. The new rules for donated livers to be offered for transplant hundreds of miles away have uh, benefited patients in New York and California more than they have in a dozen other states, and mostly poor states, you see, with higher death rates 
from liver disease. But the uh, the states that benefit are California and New York, and they explain later in the story that there were lobbyists in New York and California that pushed for changes to the rules. But the uh, states that are not benefiting, you see, um, all but one of them, Southern and Midwestern, Alabama, Louisiana, Kansas, North Carolina, South Dakota, Iowa, um, those states are having the livers stolen from them. They're being sent to New York and California because, you know, Democrats. Uh, and honestly, this is the left. These are not liberals. This is the left. This is a very different thing. And the story said that, you know, uh, New York and California, whose transplant industry, they have an industry, uh, they, New York and California transplant industry officials lobbied for the new policy. And they logged the highest number of liver transplants in more than a decade, see, in New York and California. Isn't that great? Just wonderful. And the new system called acuity circles policy, because that doesn't mean anything. So that's the way George Orwell would want it. Um, Honestly, this is amazing stuff. Has nearly doubled the median distance livers are transported. That's because they're going from the south and the Midwest to New York and California. Increased transport costs and coincided with the highest number of wasted livers in nearly a decade. See? One in ten donated livers is, um, you know, goes the way of Portnoy's complaint. I guess they they serve them for dinner instead. This is pretty amazing stuff. And today's story, uh, also on the front page, and again, no mention of uh, uh, Biden or the Democrats or anybody being responsible because the Washington Post is not a newspaper. It is uh, toilet paper, and it's and it's a rag that serves at the pleasure of the Democrat Party, which is what fascism is all about. Yeah, you know the Twitter and Facebook and the lead up to Election Day, the CIA and the fifty-one intelligence officials, the FBI and the Justice Department, um, elbowing Twitter and Facebook to prevent the distribution of a true story that was detrimental to Joe Biden on the lead up to Election Day. We're living in an increasingly fascist universe in the United States of America. So today, the organ network in line for overhaul and uh, Lenny Bernstein. Lenny Bernstein, I love his music. He was the uh, conductor of the... uh Oh, that's not Leonard Bernstein. It's it's no relation. The government announced plans Wednesday. The government, it doesn't even say which. It's just the, the state, the federal government, the federal government, the Biden administration. Nobody, no mention of Biden in, anywhere in it. The government announced plans Wednesday, that's yesterday, to overhaul the troubled U.S. organ transplant system, including breaking up the monopoly power of the nonprofit organization that has run it for the past 37 years. Now, this goes, this goes on and on, but um, nearly 104,000 Americans are on waiting lists for organs, uh, most of them kidneys. 22 people die each day awaiting transplants. But uh, the thing that they reveal in this story that's that's most important is that yesterday's story on liver transplants, they're wasting one in 10. In this story, they're uh, wasting a lot more than that, a lot more than that. As I read through that, you have to go into paragraph number 125 or something before you find in 2020, the year 2020, 21.3% of procured kidneys were not transplanted, according to the Scientific Registry Registry for Transplant Recipients. Doing a heck of a job there. And and that the the that's the lead. Right? That's the lead. But you find it near the bottom of this lengthy story that's uh, covers a half page on page seven today. And this is 
your Democrat Party at work. They, uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy, just uh, just amazing. That's your and but they raised interest rates yesterday, and that's bad for everyone and bad for the economy. But they're they're telling us that it's good. It's real good because I think they're afraid that Joe Biden might turn them into ears of corn and send them into the cornfield, something like that. So the Federal Reserve is sticking with its fight against inflation. That's the lead sentence in the Washington Post by Rachel Siegel, a liberal Democrat, typing on behalf of her party at the Washington Post and being paid by one of the richest men in the history of the world, Jeff Bezos. The Federal Reserve is sticking with its fight against inflation, confident that a massive government intervention to stabilize the banking system has averted a crisis. But, you know, you notice how they talk out of both sides of their mouth on that at the same time, that there's no crisis, there's nothing to see here, it's just these banks, there's no problem. Uh, People shouldn't go around saying that, you're just spreading a conspiracy theory, should probably have your free speech rights taken away, and your Second Amendment rights too. Just amazing. So that's the, look at the positive spin Rachel Siegel and the Washington Post are giving it there. The Federal Reserve is sticking with its fight against inflation. Yay! Captain Ramius has scared the Americans out of the water. Confident. That's confident. That's a positive word. That a massive government intervention. They think that's positive. To stabilize. That's a good word. The banking system has averted crisis. They've averted crisis. This is the lead sentence of the Washington Post piece. It is is like North Korea at the Washington Post. Boy. The central bank raised, raised its benchmark interest rate by a quarter of a percentage point Wednesday, signaling that high inflation continues to pose a threat to the economy as the job market and price increases aren't returning to normal as quickly as policymakers expected. That's because they're leftists and they're wrong about everything. You know, the people that they talk to at the Washington Post, just amazing. Officials believe the bank turmoil should slow the economy down, too, in the same way that rising interest rates does. So they're slowing the economy down. Um, this, is, this is amazing. And, uh, and what you know what they're really upset about? Is that the Blackhawks aren't going to be wearing rainbow jerseys on Pride Night in the NHL, the National Hockey League, because they're concerned that, you know, Russia being run by uh, leftists that uh, their families will be killed or something because communists, you know how communists are. They kill everybody and steal everything and destroy everything. Speaking of which, we have um, we have a couple of uh, audio from a couple of people that I'd like to share with you. Um, <laughs> I like, uh, we got uh, Monty Python on the screen, I see. Let's, uh, let's go to, let's go to, because I was uh, watching the television this morning and there was a gentleman on who escaped communist China. He escaped communist China. And it's uh, kind of a kind of an amazing thing. I know that um, Ron DeSantis also talked to Piers Morgan about communist China as well. But let's uh, let's get back to him later. Let's talk to Bob Fu, who is the uh, Bob Fu F U, uh, is his name. He escaped communist China and now lives in the United States, and he's a proud American. And he's the president of an organization called China Aid. China Aid. He tries to aid Christians in communist China where they're treated even worse than they are here. You know, like a high school coach wants to take a knee and pray after a football game, and he's got to go all the way to the Supreme Court because the Democrats uh, are trying to burn down his house. That's the thing. Here's Bob Fu, born and raised in China, um, talking about the way that the left has used COVID, which came from China, 
uh, here in the United States. I was uh, born, raised, educated, and a communist China. I just observed uh, uh, striking similarities during this uh, COVID uh, dictatorship time uh, between China, of course, even the United States of America. I find uh, we are really in America descending into a very uh, dark uh, kind of uh, reality that uh, somehow those uh, mayors and uh, governors all of a sudden became little emperors, and uh, and also the media uh, has become an ideological tool to do propaganda with one side of the uh, extreme leftist agenda. This man is um, the uh, the emperor of common sense. He sees everything that's going on with perfect clarity. He's a hundred percent right, and I have more from Bob Fu uh, on this topic, that he sees our country descending into a dark reality, and the media is nothing more than a propaganda uh, tool of the left in the United States of America. He escaped communist China, and he is warning us here, he's sounding the alarm, that the Democrat Party has essentially become the Maoist revolution, the people's revolution in communist China. And I've got more from Bob. Hey, listen up. Have you heard about the Fed's sinister plan to control your money? It's called Executive Order 14067. Biden has already signed it, and it's going to implement the digital dollar. This is just the the largest attack on our privacy and freedom in decades. And now the government can track your spending, determine what and where you can and will spend. So act now. Protect your retirement savings with physical gold. This timeless asset will protect your privacy and ensure the government can't track your wealth and where you spend your money. With a simple IRS loophole, you can convert your retirement savings into gold and silver, protect your wealth tax-free. Listen, I trust American Alternative Assets, and you should too. They've got an A-plus accreditation with the Better Business Bureau. So call 877-3-USA-GOLD. Call them today and get your free wealth protection guide. Again, call American Alternative Assets at 877-387-2465 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. 877-387-2465. Call today. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's more from people who know. And listen, I talk to people on this show frequently who have escaped communist countries and come to the United States. And every single one of them that I speak to, and I know a number of people personally that have escaped communist countries, and they will all tell you that what we're smelling here, what the Democrat Party is doing here under the guise of this and that, is exactly what they escaped. I've got more coming up. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I am telling you, man. Crazy out there, these people. 
And uh, yes, they're coming for your children. They're coming for your children in schools, and they're sexualizing the children, and and they're doing it uh, with the LGBTQ uh, rainbow, and and it's on the front page of the Washington Post. And no sense of irony. They have the pictures of the kids at the We Say Gay rally, and the kids at the you know this and the that, and and then the whole story is about how they're not doing what they're showing uh, in the pictures. It's and they, they're so shameless, they've become so brazen in the big lie that they show you the pictures of the children at the rainbow rally saying, you know, I just want to have sex with uh, uh, people and I'm nine years old. Um, and then if you say, well, that's inappropriate, you're sexualizing the children, they scream at you that you're an anti-LGBTQ bigot. No, we're trying to. when you're an adult, you can, you know, do whatever you want. Go to Tijuana and start a donkey show. Do whatever you want. The, uh, but uh, leave the kids out of it. Uh, and, and if you say that, then again, the media, because you're the villain of the story. It's kind of an amazing, amazing thing. I'm going to get back to the communists, the escaped communists, the people that escaped communist China, uh, telling the truth about what's going on in the United States of America. Um, and again, the stories on the front page of the Washington Post yesterday and today that the Democrats are stealing organs from the South and the Midwest and sending them to California and to New York, where they're wasting uh, between 10 and 20% of the donated organs, more than 10% of the livers, more than 20% of the kidneys. This is the Democrat Party running the organ transfer. But they're getting them in California and New York. And in the Midwest and the South, people are the big losers there. It's, uh, it's quite amazing, isn't it? Yes, it is. And that's okay. You know, in China, we were talking about this yesterday as well, they steal organs. They cut organs out of prisoners. First, they throw, because it's China, they're communists. I don't know if you're familiar with communism, but I've got some audio for you uh, coming right up. They, uh, they take prisoners who they throw in gulags and it's forced labor, and they got the Uyghurs, an ethnic and religious minority that make gym shoes for LeBron James so he can drive another Rolls Royce, and uh, which are really nice cars, by the way. And, uh, you know, that's okay, and fly around in a Gulfstream jet. But uh, he loves slavery as long as it's today and it benefits him. You know, that's the Democrat Party. I use LeBron James because he's kind of a typical hypocrite Democrat. And, you know, maybe the, the NBA should have no slavery in China Day and wear a freedom ribbon of some kind. Do they have those? Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. So Bob Fu, who escaped communist China um, and now lives in the United States, is very, very concerned about what he's seeing here in the United States. He's the the president of China Aid. He was born and raised in China, of course. And uh, he talked about how the uh, left used the COVID, which came out of Wuhan, China, where they have the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And... Um, how the left here, the mayors, he said, became little emperors. And he said he believes the United States is descending into a dark reality. 
true with the United States as the target of the left. And, you know, the entire world will slip into another dark age if the left is successful, successful at sinking the United States. Talked about how the media, the American uh, fake news media, the corrupt news media, so filthy, rotten, corrupt, such a disgrace. This is what they do with freedom of the press, just a disgrace. He said that the media is just a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, which is now part of the international left. Those are my words, not Bob Fu's, but I'm sure that he would agree. Uh, Bob Fu is uh, hes very concerned about what he's watching in the United States of America. That's very worrisome to me, and um, we uh, cannot really uh, make our exceptionalist uh, const- you know, constitutional democracy uh, into this uh, communist uh, style of governance. Um, that's worried me to the most. He's concerned that, you know, he's talking about American exceptionalism and our constitutional republic and uh, saying that the constitutional republic and our freedoms cannot coexist. American exceptionalism cannot coexist when you have what is effectively a, a thinly veiled communist regime with uh, tiny dictators across the land from, you know, mayors and governors and, and uh, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're dictatorial, they're authoritarian in their orientation. And Bob Fu recognizes it. I recognize it. I studied this stuff. And uh, boy, you know, I got to tell you, there was, a, uh, there was a, a story just a couple of days ago about the high school coach who, a uh, football coach, right, who uh, dared to kneel after football games because he's a Christian man. And um, he was taken all the way to the Supreme Court by, by the Democrat Party um, because they wanted to deny him his right to pray privately, in public, um, and, uh, on, on a, on a, but just by himself, I'm going to take a knee, I'm going to say a little prayer, leave me alone for that, and everything will be fine. But no, they couldn't leave him alone. They had to uh, persecute him, prosecute him, and uh, try to bankrupt him by um, making him spend his way out of the, the case brought by the anti-religious left. All right? And it's been an amazing story to follow. The high school coach who just wanted to say a prayer, and he finally had his job reinstituted just the other day. It's, uh, it's completely nuts uh, because the left here in the United States is anti-Christian. They're anti-religious because communists believe that the state is God. It was just yesterday, high school football coach reinstated after winning $1.7 million settlement. That's the good news. And uh, the Washington Post didn't cover it. The CNN didn't cover it. The Supreme Court ruled 6-3 in favor of Kennedy getting his job back. Guess who the three are? One of them doesn't know what a woman is. This is your Democrat Party. Joseph Kennedy was terminated from his high school football coaching position after he continued to conduct post-game prayers with students. Kennedy is now set to receive $1.7 million after the Bremerton School Board in Washington State accepted a settlement. Should have gotten $50 million, $120 million. He will also get his job back starting this upcoming season. See, these are, you know, this is what fascism is. This is what the communists do. 
and um, and it's recognizable to people that fled communism. Here is Bob Fu on that very subject. We have seen, of course, uh, the persecuted church in China, as you just shown, uh, every day, uh, many of my friends, I mean, are arrested and serving five years, seven years, nine years imprisonment uh, for simply preaching the gospel and uh, uh, organize a peaceful worship service every Sunday. And um, Coach Kennedy is expected to go back to Bremerton, resume his uh, duties as a football coach. But it had to go all the way to the Supreme Court and the three leftist radicals on the Supreme Court. They got the one who doesn't know what a woman is. They got Jake LaMotta sitting next to sitting next to her. And, uh, they, you know, they're they're undemocratic. They're anti-democratic. They're un-American. They're anti-American. They don't believe in the Bill of Rights. They believe in the hobnailed boot of the state stomping on your face forever. All right. Here is... Uh, Bob Wu, what he's worried about, what he sees going on in the United States of America, and how it parallels communist China. All of a sudden, uh, we could not uh, tolerate um, the worship. I mean, uh, at, uh, if you are in defiance of a little emperor, uh, mayor, or governor's ordinance, and uh, who would ordain, uh, order you uh, how and when, uh, where to worship. I mean, uh, so this is uh, certainly the most worrisome thing. I uh, feel that America is uh, unfortunately, uh, including Canada and other European countries, are coming to this point of uh, active discrimination and perhaps uh, persecution on the door. He escaped communist China. He came to the United States. He's terrified by what he's seeing here. I have two neighbors that live in my building that escaped the Soviet Union, uh, Jewish, and uh, they love America, and they love Ronald Reagan, and they're, they're the greatest Americans you're going to meet anywhere. And they've been warning me since Barack Obama started on the campaign trail that they saw it coming from, you know, the smiling face. It's, you know, fascism comes with a smiley face, Right. That's uh, that's a fact. Let's go to G. Van Fleet. G. Van Fleet, who I, I'm uh, uh, proud to say I met at CPAC recently and had a nice conversation with G. Van Fleet and her friend. Also an immigrant from communist China. As a child, she lived through the Maoist cultural revolution, which is Marxism uh, and Maoism. And it's, it's all the same thing. And, you know, the difference between living under the Nazis and living under the Soviets was the flag. That was the difference. And they're back, and they're repackaging authoritarianism and totalitarianism here in the United States of America. And they're after your children in more ways than one. Here is uh, the wonderful, great American, G. Van Fleet, uh, on the topic that Bob Fu is talking about. I just want to uh, uh, let the American people know that what's going on in our school and in our country is really a replay of the Cultural Revolution um, in China. And uh, I, I want people to see there's uh, similarities, and the similarities are terrifying. They use the same uh, ideology and same methodology, even the same vocabulary, and with the same goal. The uh, uh, ideology is uh, cultural Marxism, and uh, we were divided uh, into groups as oppressor and oppressed. And here we use race, and there they use class. And uh, um, the, the, uh, um, the people here who have a different review, 
were labeled racist. But uh, in the Cultural Revolution, the label is counter-revolutionary. So it is a hat that fits all. And once the hat is on your head, your life is ruined. And that's the, uh, you know, the price you will pay. The party will destroy you. They'll destroy your family. They'll destroy your business. They'll take away your income and your livelihood uh, because it is a, it's neo-cultural authoritarianism. And they have secured information dominance and cultural dominance in the United States of America. It is something that, uh, you know, we should all be sounding the alarm. But we don't have a legitimate news media in this country. We have a bunch of semi-literate, unintelligent, ill-informed leftists who pretend to be legitimate journalists. One of the reasons I had to leave that illustrious business uh, so I could just tell the truth unvarnished. This is an extraordinary era in the United States of America. It honestly is. And I'm, I'm hopeful that someday we will look back on this and uh, remember it as a terrible era. You know, the Democrats love to point at the era of McCarthyism, like, you know, three Hollywood communists uh, had to change their names to keep writing movies, which is about all that happened. And they were communists, by the way. And it was during a time when the communists were actively murdering tens of millions of people in China, in Eastern Europe, uh, and throughout the world. And and they didn't mind the uh, communists in America. They're like, no, I'm still with them. I'm still with them. Uh, you know, uh, the Dorothy Parker. Um, you know, you could take uh, if you took all the women at Yale and laid them end to end, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Something like that. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Al calling from Northern Virginia. Al, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Al. Um, as I've told you before, I grew up through uh, in Nicaragua when the communists took over. And um, they're here. Um, the January 6th prisoners are nothing more than political prisoners for standing up to a crooked government. It's, it is shameful that's going on with them. It is infuriating, uh, but they are nothing more than dissidents of the government. Therefore, they must be crushed in every way. Their families must be crushed. They'll be found not guilty of much, but the process is the punishment. They're here. And that's why they're so adamant about taking guns away. Because every communist government, how many times have we said this? One of the first things they do is go after guns because people can't defend themselves. It's disgusting. It's going to come to a head. I'm begging people that are in power, stop it, because the end, uh, it's not pretty. It's, um, it, I'm truly scared for this country. I came here 30-some years ago for the American dream, and I don't feel like my son has the same uh, opportunities that I did uh, because of this government, these communists. Uh, it's, it's really quite terrible what's going on. It is, and I thank you for calling. Now, what have you been doing here for the last 30 years, Al? Well, I've been working. Uh, I proudly serve this country. I am a proud American citizen, and I will die a proud American citizen. I work hard. I pay taxes. I try to raise a, a fine young man to love his country. Not the disgusting thing these communists are going with, texting kids and warping their minds, turning them against parents. That's a, that's a, a 
a key factor in this whole battle is kids being turned against their parents through the schools, through colleges. Uh, parents, you have to be aware of what's going on. You have to fight it every day. You have more influence on your kids than you could ever imagine. And that's why the, the family is, is, is antithesis of what these people want. They want complete control of society. They want to control your health care. They want to control the gas stoves, for God's sakes. How communist can you possibly get where you want to control somebody's gas stove? I, I don't understand how we as American peoples are not seeing what's going on. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. This is, this is the replay of 1979 when the communists took over Nicaragua and destroyed everybody's lives. Thank God my mother brought us here. Because I don't know what I, I, I can imagine I would be, my, my standard of living would not be very good if I'm even still alive. But these communists are here. They're at the libraries. They're at the school uh, PTAs. They're everywhere. It has to stop one way or the other. And, I, I, and again, I have seen the violence the communists bring. I'm asking people to please understand what's going on because you do not want that. You do not want me. You don't, you've got to stop calling me a criminal because I want my son to grow up as a man. Because if you're going to keep calling me a criminal, I'm going to be just as good a criminal as I am a law-abiding citizen. Mm. And there's a lot of people like me. There's a lot of people who are a lot younger than me who have this fire in them that they don't know what they're messing with. And I'm begging them for them to stop. But they're not going to because they're all power-hungry sickos. Yeah. That's all they want is more power, more power, more power. Yeah. They want to tell you what to do, what to wear. I mean, I live through it. I have lived through it. It is not good. It is unpleasant. It is overbearing. Yeah. It, it, they have to stop. God bless you, Alan. You said you served your country. What did you What did you mean by that? Uh, in the United States of America. This is my country. Now, <laughs> does that mean that I don't that I disown my Hispanic heritage? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. My son knows who he is. He knows he's half Nicaraguan. But America comes first, and Americans should come first. God bless the people of Ukraine. I know what it's like to be in war, both a little bit as a soldier and also a civilian. But you know what? All those billions can be used for people here in America. We have cities that are dying in this country, and yet all of a sudden we have billions of dollars to send overseas. I don't care who it's going to. <clears throat> I really don't. Yeah. Those, that money is our tax dollars that needs to be spent in this country. And if that makes me a racist, I don't care. <laughs> No, it's okay. Ukrainians are white. You can say whatever, whatever you want about them. Al, <laughs> uh, God bless you, Al, and uh, thank you for calling in. It's great to hear your voice. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Al. This is, uh, you know, the, a uh, Cuban baseball player defected the other day to escape the glories that Michael Moore uh, said were more desirable than the United States of America. The left is mentally ill. Um, you know, how could you be a leftist if you know anything about history at all? You know, if you like slavery and mass murder, then you should like leftism. Otherwise, probably not. So here we are. It's March already, almost a quarter of the way through the year. How did that happen? It's time to reflect on how your New Year's resolutions are going. Maybe you want to eat better, exercise more, improve your overall health. You know, people who have discovered 120 Life 
are doing just that. With proven ingredients like tart cherry, cranberry, pomegranate juices, 120 Life can help lower high blood pressure, me, high blood pressure, without the side effects. Don't know if you have high blood pressure? It's important to get checked out so you can take action if you need to. You know, you can reduce your sodium intake. Getting more sleep helps. Lots of ways to take control of your blood pressure, natural ways. As for me, listen, I drink a bottle of 120 Life every day. Had it this morning, delicious. Helps keep me energized and my blood pressure in check, too. Energized? Me? Go to 120life.com. That's 120life.com and order their two-week trial pack. Use the code CHRIS to save 15% because you hang with me. If it doesn't work for you, you get your money back, guaranteed. So go ahead and order it now. 120life. We need more stuff like this on the planet Earth. These statements and products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or condition. Yeah, Al, um, I know Al. He wasn't even telling his whole story there. I've spoken to Al before. Um, he's a proud American, a great American, kind of American we need uh, more of. And, you know, we need fewer Bernie Sanders and Ilhan Omars and a lot more Al's. I'll, uh, I'll tell you that much. We are at 888-630-9625. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Oh boy, look at the look at the time. You know the Chinese harvest organs from prisoners, and the Democrats in Massachusetts have been trying that too. Reduce your sentence in prison by donating organs to Democrats. Melissa, well, actually, let's use Anthony Fauci because he summed it up this way: They're Republicans, they don't like to be told what to do. Right. We got to break that. That's right. The Republicans don't like to be told what to do. We got to break that. And don't think of your children as being your children. We've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. See, breakthrough. And this is the, uh, and as Vladimir Lenin said, give me a child for four years and the seeds I have planted will never be uprooted. Give me a child for eight years and I'll have a Bolshevik for life. Now back to the front page of the Washington Post with the little tiny schoolgirls um, declaring that they're gay at the age of nine at political rallies orchestrated by the Democrat Party. Their parents are not participating. we got to break that. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 